Welcome to Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm Craig Manson, guest hosting today, and we're at BotcherCon 2023 in San Diego. Our guests this segment are Nathan Turner and Kirsten Petrus, and we'll learn a little bit about them as well. And it may be that our other guest co-host, Penny, joins us while we're in progress, but we'll, we'll see about that. Um, Kirsten, why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so my, I'm a Brooklyn-based fiction writer, but mm -hmm. according to my bio and what I will often say is that I identify more as caffeine in a human suit held together by hairspray and pure force of will. Um, <laughs> my debut came out in uh, May of 2022. It was a dystopian thriller called The Next Witness. Uh, I've also been had some of my sh short stories. I lean more towards horror in the short stories, but that's been Anxiety Press, Pac Noir, um, Hoosier Noir, and um, City Lights Theater Company. And I also co-host the Dark Waters podcast with Nate here. Okay. Nate? Uh, yes. So uh, my name is Nathan Turner. I publish under the name N.B. Turner. Uh, I primarily write crime fiction. Uh, I've, written a, I've written a couple of horror sci-fi stories as well. Um, but primarily, I'm also the editor-in-chief of Hoosier Noir, which is a crime fiction magazine specializing in crimes that occur in Indiana or to people from Indiana. Um, and as you said, that I'm also one of the hosts of Dark Waters, which is a podcast devoted to dark fiction and those who love to read and write it. Um, I'm based in Maryland currently, but uh, I've bopped around from Indiana to Pennsylvania to Virginia uh, to Maryland and the DMV area in particular. Um, so that's yeah. rather niche, wouldn't you say? Uh, crimes that happen in Indiana or to people from Indiana? Uh, it, it is a little bit niche, but the fascinating thing is looking back at the history of Indiana um, and how people from that state have spread across the country. Um, there's a very unique and a very rich and storied history um, that sometimes involves criminal elements, sometimes doesn't. Um, but one of the things I love about, even though it is niche, there is a vast tapestry of unique stories that take place across the state. And what I hope to do uh, with that magazine, and it was started by a guy named J. Travis Grundon a few years ago, is illustrate that while there's a cookie cutter kind of image of Indiana that gets portrayed through a lot of the media and a lot of simplified narratives, being able to show that people of all colors, people of all stripes and uh, classes and um, stories live in the state. And I would hope that the magazine could show that. So, Well, to some extent, uh, Kirsten, wouldn't you agree, or maybe you wouldn't, which is fine. We we need different points of view here. Uh, that uh, that that's what writing is all about, uh, showing the diversity of the country and uh, uh, getting rid of the cookie cutter, as as Nate put it, uh, viewpoints of certain communities and uh, certain places. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that that's a really big part of it, and it's also why I think there's been at least in my reading and when I'm hunting out new stories, I like reading from viewpoints that aren't my own. It's very rare that I will pick up a book of a girl living in Brooklyn, right? Like that's not where I tend to gravitate towards. Uh, I I think that it's a really good way to, in a, I hesitate to say it, but kind of in like a safer space or like in a 
controlled environment, be exposed to different points of view. And whether you agree with them or not, it's still, it's not the same thing as being like, you're going to take a course on this geography or that thing. You're just going to read this story. And I think that's a really good way to expand your, your point of view. That's, that's a great way to put it, uh, I think, uh, as well. Um, tell us a little more about The Next Witness. Yeah, so it's a dystopian thriller, as I said, and it's, you know, just all the lovely, happy, cheery things that you would expect with a dystopian book. Um, it's a wild story, or I say wild, it's a long story of how uh, it kind of came to be. I got the idea when I was 15. I wrote the first draft of the book when I was 15, and it showed uh it was not good <laughs> um and then it kind of evolved and it, the story and like i kept getting new ideas for it and kept scrapping it and rewriting it and scrapping it and rewriting it and then took a little under a decade to finally have like the manuscript ready and then i started to submit it in february of 2020 and um shockingly trying to submit a dystopian book in the middle <laughs> of a pandemic <laughs> went really really well um so uh, it was during that process that Nate and I started Dark Waters because, you know, there was this kind of pushback in the wider community, literary community of, uh, just to say, you know, this is dark times and we don't want to read dark fiction. We want more escapism. We want more this. And I was like, I really want to read about someone whose life who's worse than mine right now. Like, I want that. Um, so we started this podcast uh, at the end of 2020. We started releasing it in 2021, but it was basically just to amplify these voices and say there is a place for dark fiction and dark times and like sometimes that's the catharsis that people need and we shouldn't disregard that and there's this wonderful indie community and kind of through doing that and interviewing people and starting to submit short stories is how i finally found my publisher so the book itself is uh three points of view takes place in the not too distant future um, and it's kind of a mix of a tradition, traditional Orwellian story mixed with the unreliable narration and multiple points of view of a book like The Girl on the Train with a hint of the power by Naomi Alderman thrown in without the magic. <laughs> without the magic. <laughs> I love that. I've had to get better at selling this because I go to book events and I'll start and I'll like the first one will come in and first person will be like, tell me about your book. And I'm just deer in the headlights like... Uh, yeah, that thing. I wrote that thing. Um, yeah, the you know, it's um, people die. <laughs> That's not a great way to start your day. So I had to come up with like a more catchy way of explaining it. Yeah, well, I guess if you're writing dystopia, you've you've got to come up with a way to sell it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So even though you say, you know, there there must be a market out there for people who want to see life in it from a different point of view, you know, mm -hmm. so that's, that's what Dark Waters is all about, I gather. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, we, we pride ourselves at times of having authors who come from different genres, different levels of different levels of notoriety, I guess the best way of putting it. We've had um, folks like Tori Eldridge or S.A. Cosby on the show, but we've also had uh, folks who may not be as well known, um, uh, including we actually did an episode that promoted the anthology for this BoucherCon as well, um, mm. with the editor Holly West and uh, C.W. Blackwell, who was one of the authors. So we pride ourselves on being able to have a lot of unique viewpoints, um, even some even some folks that we may not entirely agree with. Um, we encourage them to come on the show and 
uh, share their views on writing, their stories, and any sort of work that they publish because the ability to have a diverse a diverse community mm-hmm. of voices is just a wonderful aspect of something and something we should identify with and something we should amplify a little bit more. Now, have, have you written a book? Uh, I have written a couple very, um, one, none of them have hit the, uh, hit so the scene of light of day yet. Uh, I'm currently working on a crime novel that, uh, has been going through a series of rewrites in order to try to get the story right, but it's based in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is where I went to college, um, and looks a little bit more at that community that suffered a little bit when a lot of its industry left and it's based in the Rust Belt of Pennsylvania. Um, but it deals with family dynamics, issues of betrayal, trauma. Um, and basically it's the story of a brother trying to figure out why a brother with whom he has become estranged suddenly ends up dead on his college campus. And Ooh. that looks into issues of the brother was on the trail of something that had a lot of criminal elements to it. And the other brother who had gone away for quite some time trying to understand how has my brother changed in the time that I've been away? What was he involved in? If he was involved in anything at all, and effectively what got him killed? And yeah. he keeps teasing me with little snippets, and I'm just like, "Can you just finish this already?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that I understand. I I've been working on a novel for forty years. It keeps going through rewrites. <laughs> that makes me feel better about the decade process of mine. I can sympathize. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> It'll come sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually thinking about it. I think I started it in... Oh, God. It was a while ago. It was 2016, maybe? 2016, Yeah, it's come up there, yeah. It's never like... You're not spending that many years, though, just writing the book, right? Like, you leave it... You come back to it. Yeah. You, you scrap it, and you come back to it. You work on five other projects. You stop writing at all, and then you come back to it. And it's just that push the timeline together, and it's probably not as long. But yeah, but you know, it's, it's, the, it's the aggregate of yeah, it. It's the aggregate, and that's yeah. the that's the whole joy of this is that life sometimes gets in the way, and sometimes you come back to it with a renewed perspective, and that enables you to do whatever section was being problematic. Now you're able to figure out how to solve that problem, and make a better story out of it exactly yeah. and i remember we were just at the this panel here at VoucherCon talking about um it was for the anthology short stories and there was a guy talking about how the advice has been write a book then write the next one and how that there's a certain danger in that philosophy and i definitely feel it because when next witness came out there was this sense of joy of this story that's been building inside of me and i've had for so long is finally out there i can't touch it anymore i can't do anything with it it is as it exists right now, and that's what it's going to be. I can move on to the next thing and have so many ideas. But at the same time, there's that pressure to keep creating and keep doing something else. I'm like, do you know how much this took? Like, this took so much out of me the first time. Let me enjoy it for a second. Yeah. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. It's fine. And now, is it uh, an indie published or? It is. Uh, it's, so it's published through Cinnabar Moth which is an interesting company because they're based in Japan, but they have an office in New Mexico, but they're um, owned, but they're owned and operated in Japan. 
So that was a, I did not realize that at the time that I submitted to them, that that was that process, but they sent me like my publishing contract in Japanese. (laughs) It was was wild, but they've done, uh, they've done a fair few books now. They started, I think in 2021 was when they first started releasing books. And then I was 2022. They think they're filled up up through like 2024 or so. So they've been, they've been pushing things now for the last couple of years. Based in Japan office in new mexico that's pretty unusual yeah 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 so just the nature of the indie stuff these days yeah. it's yeah it's an interesting interesting commonplace yeah now you you mentioned earlier that uh, you've known each other for 15 years and has it all been through uh, podcasting or no um yeah so i mean we met back in high school i think it was initially during our sophomore year Mm -hmm. and then we became close during junior year when Mm -hmm. we we discovered we both had a love of reading and writing Mm -hmm. and uh political arguments uh (laughs) uh and then we we became close Mm -hmm. up to senior year and then uh I moved to Scotland. Yeah. He went to Pennsylvania. We fell out of touch for a while and then reconnected at a friend's wedding. And then from there, yeah. We've just kind of been thick as thieves. And that was back in, we, we reconnected back in like 2016, something like 2017, 2016. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it was like a little bit of a gap when like I was abroad and he was in college and just doing, and then like starting our career. I started my master's and him starting his career. But yeah, he actually had the um, very unfortunate experience of having to read that very first draft of my next one that I wrote when I was 15. I had to beg him to delete it, which he tells me that he has. <laughs> as long as you delete all the old drafts of my stuff. Oh yeah, no, no they're all gone. But yeah, it, uh, it was, it's, it's been an adventure to say the least. Um, yeah. Definitely. Definitely when we started the podcast, I don't think we thought we would end up here. Um, is this your first Botchicon? Yes, it yeah. is. Both of us, yeah. What, what's your impression so far? I love it. I love it. Um, the I was telling some of my coworkers that I was coming out here, and they were like, oh, crime. It sounds kind of, sounds a little bit rough. And I was like, actually, the kindest people you're probably ever going to meet are in the yeah. crime and horror community. Um, and then just being able to hear a bunch of other writers geek out about the craft that they love it's phenomenal it's yeah. awesome to hear people on these panels and like you love their writing and then they're geeking out about the authors that they love and you're just like okay we're all nerds here it's great and it's, <laughs> uh it's also just a really weird experience or not weird but in a good way experience for us just because we met, we've met a bunch of these people mm-hmm. through zoom right yeah. over the course of the pandemic and this is our first time meeting some of these people in real life and it's mm-hmm it's been so nice to like actually connect beyond the screen and like establish new new friendships and things like that. Right. That's great. That's great. So uh, will you be coming back to Botchicon, do you think? For, yeah, 2024 in Nashville? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited. I, yeah. I think it's going to, I think it's really fun too, because now we've, we're starting to, obviously there's still a couple of days left to go, but we're starting to kind of get the feel of it and maybe take, part in a bigger way next year yeah i don't know just hang out at the bar all time next year i don't know (laughs) (laughs) whatever it is it's gonna be or whatever happens next year it's gonna be fun yeah yeah well it's been fun talking to both of you here right now we're out of time unfortunately but we're glad you stopped by to see us here at botrycon 2023 and we'll we'll look forward to um 
I assume there's a there's a next next witness coming. Uh, my current novel that I'm starting very starting to shop around is called Poison the Well, and it is a very different book than the Next Witness. It is a magical realism thriller that's kind of the angel maker meets uh, a little bit of like a smattering of my dark Vanessa meets magic for liars. So it's very it's very different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll look forward to your yours coming one of these days, Nate, too. Yeah, when uh, when I start shopping around, I'll be happy to let everyone know. I will be very jubilant. I will be screaming about it from the rooftops. <laughs> You'll hear me from, from New York. Yeah, I, I will be rejoicing very vigorously on Twitter, um, or X as the platform is called now. Um, but thank you so much for doing this and like yeah, having this well, space for us. We're, we're, we're glad to have you. We're glad that you came. And this is all about um, helping to promote you and what you do. So um, thank you for coming by. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, Thanks. sir. Okay, let me hit end recording. And it asks me again, do you want to end recording? <laughs> <laughs>